0: Okay, good morning everyone, it's Jesus Calling September 14th. Worship me by living close to me. This was my original design for man, into whom I breathed my very breath of life. This is my desire for you, that you stay near me as you walk along your life path. Each day is an important part of that journey. Although you may feel as if you are going nowhere in this world, your spiritual journey is another matter altogether. That is why walking in the light of my presence is essential to keep you from stumbling. By staying close to me, you present yourself as a living sacrifice. Even the most routine part of your day can be a spiritual act of worship, holy and pleasing to me. The first verse is Genesis 2, 7. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person the next reading is psalm 89:15. happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship for they will walk in the light of your presence lord and the last verse is romans 12 one and two and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect so I really like that second verse in Romans chapter 12 about not copying behavior and customs of this world changing the way you think learning God's will for you <clears throat> and especially that last part, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I think I like it so much because that's what I hope we're doing in this Jesus Calling study. I hope we are slowly and steadily changing the way we think, changing our perspective by digging into God's Word and moving toward Him, seeking Him, following Him. And as we do that we begin to see more clearly his will for us, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Thinking about this, I I kinda went back in my mind to about oh, I'm guessing fifteen years ago, when I read a book called The Shack. If anybody's ever read it hasn't read it, I would highly recommend it. It's a story about a man who suffered a big tragedy in his life. And as as he was dealing with that, something miraculous happened. He, He met the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in this shack out in the woods. And in the story, each of those three were actual people that he could talk to, interact with, who interacted with each other. And one of the main things I remember about the book is is the, the way the three of them interacted with each other. It was an example of how relationship should be. And at that time in my life, I'm not sure I really understood that relationship in that type of way, that, that it could be that type of way. So the book kind of demonstrated to me relationship in a way that I've never really seen before. And I, I remember thinking that's, you know, that's the way it ought to be. And I also remember talking with my wife about it. We were we were on vacation, just the two of us, so we had some time to talk, and she had read the book before, but I, I remember thinking that she kind of had seen some of this stuff before. She kind of knew some of this thing, some of these things that I was maybe seeing for the first time the way this book presented it. And you know, call that what you want, relational intelligence or spiritual maturity, but but as it pertained to relationships with other people, I think my wife was a step or two ahead of me on this deal. And it was it was apparent to me that what whatever learning that we do through this Jesus Calling study, through listening to pastors at church, through studying on your own, through small groups, through you know what whatever your way of getting God's wisdom and and maybe talking it through with someone else. Um, however you do it, it's a process, and and I remember. Um, at that point in my life, thinking, you know, God, God had given my wife a couple of different tidbits of wisdom uh, for me um, as we talked through it, and I was just kind of hearing it for the first time. So I don't know what that is. Call it emotional, relational wiring. Um, Maybe it's just circumstances in life that, that we all experience. Hers, hers were a little bit different from mine to that point in her life, and it helped her grow in that area. Um, but all of these things for all of us are fluid and changing as we grow in our lives. Emotional intelligence, relational intelligence, spiritual maturity, they all change as we grow. And hopefully as we grow and we contemplate changing the way we think a little bit, we are becoming more in tune with God's will for our lives. And I think God's will has a lot to do with our relationships maybe more so than our accomplishments we all, we all work pretty hard to accomplish things to achieve objectives and accomplishing those are, are fun and satisfying but it's the relationship aspect aspect of our lives that i really hear god speaking to so often when we re- when we read jesus calling or when we read the bible it's that relationship aspect that ha- that is so important and brings so much value to our lives. Well, hopefully that's some good stuff for you to think about today. I'll go into our prayer. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to be in relationship with you. Help us to continue to learn what that means, how we can do it differently, how we can think differently, how we can become more in tune with what your will is for our lives because we know that your will is is the best thing for us it's good and pleasing and perfect it's in jesus name we pray amen have a great day